This is Steve Center, the Lonely Guy with a Book podcast. In the last podcast, we reviewed John Steinbeck's Indubious Battle. That was a book from my infamous top 100 of all time. I am going to institute a bit of a rotation where after reading and reviewing a book from my top 100 list, I'm then going to review a book from a book series that I have either completed or I'm in the middle of, although I will definitely be trying to focus on series that I have completed. I picked what I think is going to be a really fun book to address and book series. The book we're going to be looking at is called The Dry by Jane Harper. It was published in 2016, and this is number one in a series with number three scheduled to come out in early 2023. So I thought it would be interesting to re- review those first two in preparation for that when the third book comes out, we can look at that as well. This has been a, a really good series, and we'll, we'll talk about that as we get going. Our protagonist's name is Aaron Falk. He's a federal policeman, and in this book we are introduced to the character that is the Australian Outback. Sometimes an author will use the environment almost as another character. The Australian Outback will be featured in other books, including books that we'll go through on our podcast together. And I must say that the descriptions of it make me never want to visit there. It might be very beautiful, but it sounds harsh and hot and uh, without very many luxuries at all. So, so very sparse, very deserted. That is going to be, though, always kind of omnipresent throughout this book. So let's look at a summary for this book. Federal police agent Aaron Falk returns to the struggling farming community of Kiwara for the funeral of his childhood best friend, Luke Hadler. Severe drought has put the town under extreme pressure and the community is shocked but not surprised when the Hadler family is found dead in their farmhouse. While Falk is loath to confront the town people who rejected him 20 years earlier, the circumstances around the deaths of the Hadlers that appear to be a murder-suicide compel him to dig deeper into the events leading up to the tragedy. This book is a good example of when when a writer addresses the issue of going back home for one of their characters. And so Aaron Falk is going to go back home. We're going to see him interacting with people that he has not seen in two decades. And yet the encounters and sometimes confrontations feel very fresh and they give us a sense of maybe why he left and doesn't want to go back. And that is something that is that many of us can relate to. I remember leaving my hometown, uh, being gone for five years, including attending some college and getting married, and then going back home to finish college, and in some ways feeling like even going back home was a bit of failure for me. We're going to see Aaron uh, Falk have some of those same kind of experiences. When an author can do that, when they can take something that isn't just an experience we all have, that's pretty common, but take a unique kind of experience, drill into it, put us in there with Falk. That's good writing. And we see that from Harper. 
again, we talk about the challenge of the desert and how that really adds to the oppression. So we've got Falk going home, which is him feeling oppressed, feeling like a bit of a failure and that he doesn't want to see lots of people. I mean, I think if he had wanted to keep in contact with them, he would have. Again, with that desert backdrop, it really adds to the aura of the book. Another whodunit, good whodunits. We've talked about this before. You know, first question, is there even a mystery to solve? And then if we determine that there is, who did do it? If we determine there isn't, then what is the story that we are dealing with? I mean, something terrible happened to this family, a murder-suicide. I mean, not to be flippant, but that sounds like about the worst thing that can happen to a family. And Falk wants to uncover exactly why. Luke Hadler was his best friend when he was growing up. And I think, again, we can put ourselves in Falk's shoes when we have a friend that we haven't seen in a long time, but... At one point, they were very important to us. You know, what is the impact that that has on us? Well, we're going to see how it impacts Falk. Another important element to this story is going to be small town secrets. When writers have, you know, a small town as their backdrop, as the, as the atmosphere. And so this is a small desert town. These are hard people. They don't bring the police in to deal with their problems. They govern themselves. That adds a lot of tension and we see back and forth and maybe some misinformation as Falk gets led over here and over there and some of its misdirection and he's going to have to work through those various points. How satisfying was the ending? It was very good. Things get resolved and the book is very good and I'm going to say this a lot in first volumes. There's so much setup. We're introduced to characters, especially our main character, getting to know them and their quirks and their particular brand of, of handling the bad guys that the story itself might suffer just a tiny bit. So a four star, and that's going to be my overall rating, a four star is a very strong start to the series. But we're going to see in volume two just how much Harper improves, not only in her writing skills, but in her storytelling. You know, as we then will know Falk, we're going to get into a very fun mystery that he does a great job of working through. And again, we have to give Harper lots of credit because she's with with the dry because she's created a very nice foundation to build off of. If I could encourage you, I would definitely say get the dry. We'll talk about volume two in a little bit. And let's get ready for that third book that's going to be coming out. And it's going to be a lot of fun to read together. This has been Steve Center, Lonely Guy with a Book.